reading from Luke chapter 2 verse 10 to 14. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be the sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Today, we relight the candles of expectation and hope, recalling God's promise, the candle of preparation, remembering the voice crying in the wilderness urging the people to prepare the way of the coming Lord, and the candle of proclamation, reminding us of the joy found in him. Now, we light the candle of revelation and peace. We celebrate the announcement of the coming King and the greatness of God's love revealed through the Christ child. Father, we thank you for revealing yourself through Jesus, and we praise you for the greatness of your love. Help us to share your peace with others and live our lives more like Christ every day. In his name we pray, amen. Ayan, good morning church, Merry Christmas. May I request everyone to please stand up. Ayan, so... Let us all close our eyes and direct our thoughts to God. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us another opportunity to be together as a family. Truly, Father God, it is just a jo- it is such a joy to praise you. As we sing, let us make a joyful sound to you. As we listen to your word, may we trust in your unfailing promises. And as we fellowship later on, may our words and thoughts be pleasing to you. Father God, open our eyes, open our hearts, and open open our minds so that we may see you more clearly today. And Lord, as we celebrate this Christmas Day, may we not lose sight of the real reason for this season, that is remembering the greatest gift you have given us, which is the birth of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, fill our hearts with joy that comes from knowing Him more and more every day. May the presence of the Holy Spirit be with us today. All this we ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Your love is beautiful Your love is beautiful And it's the reason why I sing Oh God, because your love is better than life my lips will glorify you. I'll praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. Let's lift our voices and worship the Lord today. Amen. God's love is amazing. God's love is wonderful. His love is beautiful. Amen. 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 Let's sing. You surrounded me with songs of praise. You have brought me to this place Where your love and grace move within my life Now your message is my life Your love is beautiful Your love is beautiful 
It's also never ending. Amen. And it's not only never ending. It's gonna stay the same yesterday, today, and forever. His love will never let us down. So let's continue to worship our King. When I was searching, your love was never far You made a way to get to me You were the whisper Leading me to your heart Forever I belong to you Now I can see clearly My God, you are for me You won't let go Your love 
and not if your love is all around. I believe in you, holding on to you, holding on, and I know you will never fail. I want all of you, you never change your love.
katabi mo, ang pagmamahal ng pina- Panginoon ay hindi tayo ibababa. Hallelujah. As we enjoy the season of Christmas, let us not forget why we are celebrating. It's more than just gifts. It is about the love of God that showed us by sending His one and only Son, Jesus, in the cross. So as we sing worship to Him, remember that God's love has been there for us. Simula. Simula sa sabi nila. He loved us and still loves us every single day. Let us take a moment to say thanks for all the things He had done, for His reckless love, and for being a good, good Father to us. Truly, God's love is overwhelming, never-ending. Chases us down, fights till we are found, and leaves the ninety-nine. As we sing this song, may we remember the love of God. May we remember His unending love, unfailing love, na hindi na wala at laging nanjaan sa tabi natin. We offer you the songs, praise and worship, Lord God. Kau po ang may taas. At salamat, Panginoon, sa inyong pagmamahal. Oh, the 
received from the Lord what I also pass unto you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Today we partake in an ordinance that Jesus instituted 2,000 years ago. These symbolic elements does not have the power to save us, but rather we do it as an act of worship and an act of remembrance. But before we partake of the said communion elements, let's pause for a while, allow the Lord to search and seek us, that if there's anything unpleasing before Him today, let's lay it all down in His throne of grace. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God of love, we thank you that we can gather together and celebrate your goodness and your faithfulness. Father, today as we partake of this set communion elements, may it be a reminder to us of your great and unconditional love, the sacrifices that you have done on our behalf. Father, if there's anything pleasing before you today, we humbly come before you and ask for forgiveness. Father, with all the angels in heaven declaring you as Lord and Savior in their life, we thank you, we honor you, O Lord, Father. May this time be a time of worship. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The ushers will be standing in front. If you wish to partake of the said communion elements, we request you to form a single line in the middle. You may begin.
to worship. As we continue to sing this song, let us remember how great God's love is for us. May we always be reminded of how much He loves you. Give thanks to you, Lord, 
For you are God, and you are good, and your love endures forever. We give thanks to the God of gods, for his love endures forever. And we give thanks to the Lord of lords, because his love endures forever. And to him alone, who does great wonders, for his love endures forever. Lord God, to you be alone all glory, all power, and all praise. And everybody says, Amen and Amen. Let's give the Lord the best clap offering today. God loves you so much. Right, magandang umaga sino lahat. Sabi ng worship team kanina, outfit check daw muna daw ako. Yeah, okay naman, okay naman. So I hope hindi kayo na late. Na late ba kayo? Syempre hindi kasi andito kayo ngayon eh, 'di ba? Yung yung tipong dialogue daw ng isang oh, dialogue ng isang Kristiyano kanina. Lord, sana hindi ako malate, 'di ba? Paglabas daw nila, walang taxi, walang jeep, 'di ba? So yung end result maglalakad ka. So yung yung panalangin na lang daw nila, Lord, pabilisin mo na lang yung paglakad ko. Oo ha, kakaiba noon, 'di ba? Sa sobrang pagmamadali daw Eric, eh, biglang nati, natisod siya. Ano mo sabi niya kay Lord? Lord, ano ka excited? Kailangan manulak. <laughs> so good morning sa inyo lahat. It's the eve before Christmas. I hope everybody's excited to celebrate time with their family and to celebrate Christmas. Uh, today. So, Pasko na naman. Sino sa inyo stressed? Ayaw nyo pang aminin, pero stressed kayo, di ba? Para dito lumalabas yung mga santa daw, mga santambak pa yung ginagawa. Diba? A night before, pero ngayon kayo mamamalengke, ngayon kayo mag-prepare, ngayon kayo magbabalot ng regalo, di ba? Gabi, santambak na kailangan-kailangan gawin. So, you're so stressed. Kunwari na lang nakangiti ka na lang ngayon. Pero sabi mo sa katabi mo, you're too blessed to be stressed. So today we, hindi naman we end, but we continue our series for the whole month of October entitled, Let There Be Light. Diba? Let There Be Light. So ngayon, are you having that light budded experience? Are you experiencing the true light, which is Jesus Christ? May our hearts today prepare Him room. May our homes radiate His peace. And our lives shine His light this Christmas and the days to follow. Tapikin mo yung katabi mo. Tanay mo kung excited na siya. Sana higit pa sa excitement nyo, mamayang gabi, di ba, habang nagbubukas kayo ng regalo nyo. Pero isipin nyo, di ba, kung excited kayo mamaya para buksan nyo mga regalo ninyo, di ba, isipin nyo lang, hindi nyo birthday pero nag-expect kayo ng regalo. Yung may birthday kaya, may regalo kayo para sa kanya. So today as we continue, oftentimes or sometimes, We are so familiar with that eye-catching, with that magnificent, magnificent, with that dramatic love of God. Di ba masyado nang familiar kayo eh? Pag kanina, sabi ni Ice kanina, reckless love, unusual love, unconditional love. But oftentimes, we become so familiar with this love that we lose track of it. That it be, instead of it being extraordinary, it becomes too ordinary for you. Ba, nasubukan nyo yun? Sa sobrang pamilyar, siguro nung bago pa kayong Christiana, wow! 
Di ba, ganun pala yung pag-ibig ng Diyos, paiyak-iyak ka pa. Pero ngayon, nakapag-church ka na mga one year, two years, parang napaka-ordinary na. Parang, okay, oh, alam ko na love ako ni Lord, pero wala na yung wow compared to the very first time you got to meet Him. Di ba, sometimes, we have to go back. We have to experience those ordinary times and look back at the original love of God. Doon natin mavi-feel na, oh nga no, yun yung nami-miss ko ngayong Pasko eh. Yung ganong feeling. Oftentimes, we have to think about different things that happens in our life to be able to relate it to the love of God. Chuck, Chuck Colson had a story about uh, American prisoners during World War II. So they were captured in a camp. Yung 20 prisoners niya. Tapos every day, they were subject to hard labor. Siyo, magsushovel sila, magmiminas. Na every day, bibigyan sila, bibigyan sila ng isang shovel mic. Tapos yun yung gagamitin na hard labor throughout the whole day. Tapos before they re- report back to their barracks, isosurrender nila yan. Bibilangin, dapat 20 din lang. So 20 prisoners, 20 shovels. One day, yung night niya, as they reported back to their barracks, biglang yung commander nung binilang niya, Nanay V, 19. So sabi niya, kung sino hindi maglalabas ng, uh, ng shovel nila, mananagot kayo. Di walang nagsalita sa 20 prisoners. Di yung commander, naglabas na siya ng baril. Sabi niya, pag walang umamin kung sino nagtago ng isang shovel, papatay ako ng lima. So wala pa rin gusto umamin. Nung kinasan na yung baril, Kevin, may isang bata, 19 years old, tumayo, sabi niya. Sa akin po nawawala. Alam ka agad ginawa? Bang! Report na kayo. Patay! Patay on the spot yung bata na yun, 19 years old. Kano funny thing, nung nag-report sila sa barracks, tapos yung assistant commander, nung kinuha niya yung shovel, nung binilang niya, 20. Yung nagkamali yung commander sa pagbilang ng shovel. But it was at the expense of this young lad. Minsan pag mo, ah, okay, he gave up his life. But what if you were one of those prisoners? Talaga naman walang nag, wala naman nakaiwan eh. But this guy was willing to give up his life for them. Today's message is entitled, Love's Cost and Effect. Hindi cost and effect, a cost and effect. Diba yung bata na yun, yung 19 years old, before he gave up his life, Diba dapat winay niya eh, 19 years old, paano na, paano na in the future yung asawa ko? Gusto ko ba magkaroon ng anak? Gusto ko ba magkaroon ng freedom? But all those weighed nothing compared to the life of his comrades. That's why he was willing to give up his life for them. We know the depth of someone's love for us by what it costs him. Ano ba yung willing niyang ibigay para doon? Well, did he sacrifice something for it? We know the depth of someone's love for us, not only by the cost it was to him, but by the greatness of the benefit we receive in being loved. Pag may tinulungan ka, pumasa, di ba pang feeling niya, wow, talagang love na love niya ako. If you help someone get a job, di ba, the effect, then they get to feel the love that you show them. Does Christmas love cost us something? Did it cost God something? And basically, what is its effect on us? Today's passage is taken from 1 John chapter 3, verses 3 to 1. 
And today, may we realize and feel the depths of God's love for us and believe, first and foremost, that He loved us. So can I invite everybody who can stand up and read to please join me as we give honor to the reading of God's Word this lovely morning. Join me as we read 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 to 3. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that this is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. All who have this hope in Him purify themselves just as He is pure. Blessed be the reading of God's word. Join me as we pray. Heavenly Father, today we thank you that as we celebrate Christmas in a couple of hours, may it all be about Christ and his love for us. Father, today we recognize that all scripture is God breath and is useful for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Father, today speak to us personally. May we take home a message that we can apply in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. So before we dig deeper into God's word, uh, I remember a quote by Mother Teresa that says, Love to be real, it must cost. I, love to be real, it must cost. It must hurt. It must empty us of self. This is love. And this is the kind of love that's real. It's not the love that you receive wrapped during Christmas. It's not the love na pag nakita mo yung crush mo, nagtitwinkle yung eyes mo daw. Hindi yung love na gusto niyang sabihin. It's not the love when you watch a movie tas biglang nakakakilig. Hindi daw yung love na yung gustong sabihin dito eh. Real love is explained in the Bible when it said that God is love and is beautifully summarized in this gift. In John 3.16, when it said, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish, but have everlasting love. This is the cost, His Son. Ito pa ulit-ulit kong babanggitin sa inyo that the cost of God's love is His Son. Diba? That's the cost. And as we look deeper into God's Word later, we get to see what is its effect on us. My prayer today is that we get to feel the loving arms of God wrapped around us every day. And just like the sun that we see every morning rise up, may His love be so real. May it be felt by all of us today. And may His love compel us to act, to empty ourselves of us. So today as we look deeper into God's Word, Si Kristo daw eh, kapag ibibenta niya yung sarili niya, magkano? Priceless. Diba? Wow, grabe. Wala na ako masasabi doon. May sasabihin sana ako, pero... <laughs> Sorry na. Diba? Pero kung ibibenta niya daw sarili niya, tataasan niya yung presyo. Lalo mo bakit? Para daw matawag mo siyang mahal. So that's the cost today. So this morning, I cannot overemphasize, hindi ko kayang overemphasize the biblical truth of God's love for you. That God was willing to sacrifice His Son, His only begotten Son, so that we may live. 
But today, let's look deeper on that term. Yung term kanina, sabi ko, bigatin. Diba? Minsan yung bigatin, sabi natin, parang si Ray daw eh. Diba? Bigatin. Diba? Kung baga, bumibigat na daw siya. Diba? And what's its significance in our lives today? Ama pagdating sa ibang versions, if you read other versions like the NIV, the NASB, the ESV, they would use the term one and only, one of a kind. Napag-isip mo, ah, okay pa, hindi ko pa rin gets it. The same term, Kevin, is used in the Old Testament when uh, Abraham was sacrificing his one and only son, Isaac. Ganun yung isipin, one and only. You get the picture of what bigatin means? Parang, wow, aside from the term talagang mabigat siya, diba? it's one of a kind, it's one and only son. And oftentimes we say that, wow, diba? you love somebody, okay, diba? you often tell those things. Diba? Si Kevin, sinasabi niya kay Eunice, I love you. Diba? Two spouses here, sinasabi niya, I love you. Pero diba, sinasabi natin, action speaks louder than words. And when it comes to God telling us, He doesn't only reveal it in His words by telling that He loves us, but He shows it to us. This is what love means by me sending my son for you. Hindi lang sa salita, He equated, he equated it rather or He demonstrated it through His action. Not when we were perfect. Diba? Sana kung perfect tayo, di maganda. But He did it when we were still sinners. So first and foremost, what's the effect? What's the effect of God's love for us? So firstly, it places us in the family. So God's love places us in the family. As the quote goes by S.D. Gilbert, it may be hard for some fathers not to have a son, but it is so much harder on a boy not to have a father. Physically, you might have a father, but there are a lot of people growing up today without that fatherly love. Yun yung hinahanap nila eh, na wow, ganun pala yung pakiramdam na minahal ka ng hindi lang father pero ng magulang. That's what aches. That's what's lacking today. A lot of people today, now oh, biologically, they have a father, pero deep down inside their hearts, that's what they long for. Yung father's love, somebody to tuck them in at night, somebody to embrace them, somebody to comfort them. And this is what I love so much about being in church. Because I can only speak for myself, but I get to see it as a family. Hindi ba kayo nagtataka na hindi tayo related, but somebody calls me Tito? Ba't siya tinawag na Tito? Mayroon pa dyan, bata tao ko, Lolo. Parang ouch, parang tanda ko na, Lolo. Diba you call somebody, ate, kuya, titos, titas, but we're not related by blood. Diba kahit tignan mo yung, yung family tree nyo, ang layo eh. And oftentimes, diba you even treat them deeper than your own family. That's what I love so much about being, I belonging to a church. You get to feel that kind of love. The love, the love na yun yung ibig sabihin ng what it means to belong to a family of believers. They said that when you, when you are born, you don't get to choose your family. That is God's gift to you. around, As you get older, you get to choose your church. And that's your gift to them. Allow yourselves to become a blessing to someone else. 
that believe that belonging to a church family means you also being a family to them. When you accept God's love, you are never alone. But rather, you are placed in a family. And if you don't know what it means to belong to a family, then you're missing out in so many things. Today, desire in your heart that God has placed you in His family. So going back to our passage of Scripture, I love the first word of John when he said, See. My word is see. See, see what great love the Father has. Other versions would say, behold. But I like to focus on it. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. Do you see that reckless love? Do you see that unconditional love? Do you see that great love that God has given to us today? Oh, hindi, hindi ko nakikita eh. Di ba kaya, what John wanted was to remind us to see what great love the Father has lavished on us. Sama deep words, di ba? Lalalo yung mga salita eh. And one deep word is the word lavished. Lavished would mean bestowing in something generously, extravagantly. Ibig sabihin nun, hindi tinipid. Ibig sabihin, yung pagmamahal ni Lord pa kayo nun, hindi niya tinipid. Binuus niya talaga ng yan, sukdulan, hanggang umapaw yun sa puso mo. And as we inspect this great love that the Lord has lavished on us, we go back in Scripture, di ba? Totoo nga ba? Do we see it in God's Word? Do we see it outside? Romans 5.8, di ba? Sabi niya, God demonstrates His love for us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Nung hindi ka kanais-nais, namatay si Kristo para sa'yo. Hindi ka nangasablay, pasaway ka pa. But God decided still to love you. And that's great love. Ano mo, pag tigitigyan mo yung katabi mo ngayon? But do you see the love of God? Di ba? Gets ko na yung sablay. Tapos tignan mo yung katabi mo, isa, pasaway. Di ba? Yun pala yung ibig niyang sabihin. But as we move on further, parang, parang mas lalo daw natin maintindihan yung gustong sabihin ng ating passage of Scripture. See what great love the Lord has given to us, lavished to us, that we should be called children of God. Whoo! Yun yung maganda eh, That we should be called children of God. Because of God's great love for us, He chooses to call us His sons. He chooses to call us His daughters. Yun yung great love. Imagine mo na lang tatay mo, biological, pero never kanyang tinawag na anak. Now, how do you feel? Yung bang, never mo narinig na, anak, alika ka dito? Sabi yun, nakarelate ka agad si, si Jeff eh, nakarelate ka agad siya. When we, were, when we are born, we receive the, uh, how do you call this? Uh, we receive our surnames from our fathers. Diba? Kung ako, Dizon, because my father's surname is Dizon. But when you are born spiritually, you receive the surname of God. Do you see that? Eh, diba minsan, eh, pag ako, ako, Dizon, kung mga si Mati, diba, ah, oh, nakikita ko yung Dizon sa'yo. Nakikita ba? Diba, usually ganun, diba? Nakikita, ah, oo oh, nga, no, or dunya, ah, parang may resemblance. 
In that case, when we carry the surname of our fathers, diba? pag tayo ba spiritually, when they look at us, they say, Woo! Grabe, dala-dala mo yung pangalan ng Diyos. Kitang-kita ko. Ah, hindi kayo sangayon, ha? Parang nagduda kayo na parang, o nga, no, ako kaya, nakikita ko kaya sarili ko. Diba kaya nga the Bible oftentimes reminds us that walk in love as Christ has loved us. Be holy for I am holy. Be therefore perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Ano pagtingin mo sa salamin? Wala, dahil mo makikita ang sablay eh. Makasalanan, sin, dahil mo makikita eh. But intrinsically, you have the very nature of God. You know, maganda eh, when you were born in the Spirit, when you were born in the family of God, dala-dala mo rin yung pangalan ng Diyos eh. That sometimes you have to live it out. You have to constantly remind yourself that I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. Am I living on how my Father wants me to live? And the world won't understand you once you begin to live on how your father wants you to live, hindi nila maintindihan, hindi nila maintindihan kung bakit ka nasa church, eh yet, Pasko na mamaya. Hindi nila maintindihan, but nagmamadali kang pumundan church. Hindi mo nila maintindihan, but you had to give up certain opportunities for you to serve God. People won't understand those things. But God would, because you are His son and daughter. I like going back to the verse yung sabi niya dito. And that is what we are. You get it? And that is what we are, sabi niya. That is who you are. We are not becoming children of God. You are already children of God. Yung, wala mo, yun yung pagkakaiba eh. Kala natin, we are becoming children of God. No, you are already children of God. Alam mo, be what are you becoming? You are becoming more like Christ. From the very start, if you put your trust and faith in that love that He has given you, then you are children of God because that is who we already are. Ah, nag-blackout ako doon. Naisip ko ano yung Tagalog ng ah, Galatia Kapitulo 4, Versikulo 7. Hindi ka naalipin kundi anak. At kung anak ka, tagapagmana ka rin ng habag ng Diyos. Oo, di ba? It speaks to your heart. Di ba pag Tagalog, di ba? Sabi niya, you are no more servants, but you are sons and daughters of God. Yung tanong doon, yung asal mo ba? Asal alipin? O asal anak? Since we are part of the family, we are sons selected by God. We are sons and daughters selected in God, selected by God. Diba? Kaya tawad doon, children of God. But how do we become children of God? Maganda tanong na how. By baptism? Nah. By confirmation? Nah. By joining a church? Nah. By doing good deeds? Baka pwede, di ba? No. By being a good person, by obeying the golden rule, no. I remember a story in the Bible in John chapter 3 when this wise man, when this wise religious man came to Jesus and asked him, 
how can someone inherit the kingdom of God? Jesus went on to answer him, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus repeated this statement in a slightly different manner a couple of verses later to make sure that Nicodemus didn't miss the important truth. When he said, to become a child of God, you must be born into God's family just as a person becomes a child to any human on a physical level. How then do we become, how then do we be born into this family? It says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus said, Whosoever believes. Whosoever believes in Jesus, the Son of God who died on the cross for your sins and rose from the dead will save you and forgive you of the sins and give you eternal life and you will be born into God's family. Oftentimes when you read it, they say it's that simple. Kaya iba hindi naniniwala pang, ha? Pang may kailangang gawin eh. I have to act. Dapat may plus palagi. Plus works, plus baptism, plus going to church. But it's that simple. But you have to answer the question, once you become a child of God, what child does God want you to be? also comes with a cost. The cost of obedience. Imagine Jesus the night before he was to die on the cross. He went to the garden. Tapos paano nga pag naisip niya na hindi ko yata feel mamatay pa sa mga tao na to ah. Hindi ko yata ano yan, bukas na lang o oh, ibang linggo na lang. Parang ayoko yata ah. Ang mali yata yung desisyon ah. Pag ganun nangyayari, siguro lahat tayo nasa impyerno. But the good news is of course, Jesus resisted and fought back his feeling and prayed three times to have this cup removed. But at the end of the day, he was more willing, he was more interested in doing the will of the Father than what he felt like doing. That's called obedience. Doing the will of the Father and that is our cost. If you have Christianity without the costly love of Christ, without His sacrificial death for our sins, you've got nothing. You're hopeless and dead in sin. I read something that said, the world says, I. God says, I'm paying. The world says, I'll come to you Jesus said, or God says, I came for you. The world says, I'm paying. God says, I'm paying. So secondly, God's love points us to the future. It points us to the future. Quoted in Fairest of All by Herbert Lockyer, page 71. There's a man in yonder glory I have have loved for many years. He has cleared my guilt conscience and has banished all my fears. He is coming in a moment in a twinkling of an eye and no time will be allotted for you to utter one goodbye. 
no time to kiss your husband or embrace the loving wife if they are but united in the bonds of a holy life. Are you ready, Christian? Ready for shout and triumph and voice? Will his coming make you tremble or cause you to rejoice? Are you walking, talking to him daily, taking him your care? Do you live so close to heaven that a breath would waft you there? One day you would see Jesus. Will you see him as he is? We have not seen him, yet we love him. We have not seen him, yet we know him. But one day we will catch sight of him. What a day that would be. Are you excited for God's return? You love God, but you have never seen him. What more for the day that you get to see him face to face? Isn't it a day of rejoicing? Alam mo mahirap doon? Pag hindi mo siya love, tapos hindi ka handa. Anong mukhang iharap mo sa kanya? You recall the story of Isaac and Rebecca? Rebecca loved Isaac before she even saw him. Then the time arrived when she came within the sight of the one whom she was pledged. She got down of her camel and embraced her love. One day, we will come within the sight of Jesus. The bride will come for his bridegroom. And no words can describe that feeling. And it will be all possible because of the love of God for us. So going back to our passage of scripture, it reads here, some dear friends, now we are children of God and what we will be has not yet been made known, but we will, but we know rather that when Christ appears, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. Being known as children of God, that's a wonderful truth. Kaya nga kanina, nung sabi, you are children of God, woohoo! Diba? Ang gandang pakinggan, ang gandang sabihin sa ating sarili. And right now, in the present, we are sons and we are daughters of God. And that is what is expected of us, to act in behalf of His name. Pointing us to the future means that one day we will be like Christ. Yun yung ultimate goal natin, Christ-likeness. That when I get to see Sean, diba, that I get to see the image of Christ living in her. Yun yung gusto natin towards the future. It doesn't mean that we will be like gods, but we will rather be Christ. And today, may that image continuously be in our minds. Am I every day being more and more like Christ? Is it something that I aim for today? Do I want to be like Christ? Do I want to be holy in the sight of God? So we are not only sunset, sun selected by God, but rather we are also sinners, I will rather saints set apart for good. Amo yung saint na word? Yung saint na word, minsan isip natin mga super Christians, kumbaga type S, mga super Zion, Eric, di ba yung tingin natin sa mga santo, but a saint is not some super class of Christian who lived a thousand years ago, nor is a saint someone who performed miracles or been martyred. None of these modern uses of the term saint is what the Bible 
tells us what a saint is. Look at what the Apostle Paul called the members of the church in Corinth. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1, he said, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto all the saints which are in Akasha. So basically, all believers in Christ are saints. Sabi daw, there are only two classifications of people here on earth. Saints and ain'ts. Saints and ain'ts. You get it? Kung hindi, tok-tok konti. The Greek word for the word saint is the word hagios. Lalim, no? Which means to set apart. Wow, but to set apart or one who is set apart, the word holy also comes from the Greek word hagios. Therefore, as saints, we are to be holy. We are to be set apart. We are to be sanctified believers. Our lives should be marked by godliness and holiness. God has set apart us and we are to live our lives set apart from sin. The challenge is we do not like being set apart. Ayaw natin yung calling natin that we are holy, that we are meant to become saints. I remember the story, if you watch the movie Harry Potter, ano pinakamalaking struggle ni Harry? Harry struggled with being the one set apart. Being considered special. Ayaw niya eh. He wanted to become ordinary. He wanted to be just like all of them. We are saints set apart by good. Pero gusto natin maging ordinary. Gusto natin katulad ng kapitbahay natin na hindi nakakilala kay Kristo. Gusto natin maging katulad ng ibang tao. But that's not who we are. We are saints set apart for good. God has set apart, God has set us apart for His purpose. But we love being normal. And part of maturing in Christ would mean accepting that you will never, that you will not always fit in. Diba yung gusto kasi natin, ayaw natin na yung admin out, ayaw natin na OP, gusto natin, uy, pakipareho, gusto natin, uy, tanggap tayo. But the world does not operate that way. When you are a son or a daughter of God, you are set apart for God. There is something unusual in you. You know why? Because it means standing up for the truth. That's not what, every, that's not what a normal person would do. It means helping somebody. It means fighting the darkness of sin. It means those things that the world will say, ah, parang mahirap yun, mas madaling maging ordinary. But that is what God called us to do. I mean, strange thing is, when you get to accept the love of God, ano ba nangyayari sa'yo? Mas nagiging mabuti ka ba? O mas napapasama ka? You get to assess it. Diba? Sa ilang taon yung kristyano, mas naging mabuti ba kayong tao? o mas napasama kayong tao, then you get to assess, did I really receive the love of God? 
Kasi kung hindi, di wala naman palang epekto. That is why we are called to be the salt and light of this city. Asin at ilaw, yun yung tawag sa atin. We are meant to make a difference, we are meant to preserve, and we are meant to stand out. So last effect, God's love produces in us faithfulness. Sabi sa mga tabi mo, faithfulness. In the forest of Europe and Asia lives a little animal called the ermine. E-R-M-I-N-E. I don't know, it's the first time I get to read it in ermine. Sabi ko, wow. Diba, pero nung nakita mo, if you get to Google it, its fur is as white as snow. Ang ganda daw ng fur niya, puting-puti eh. And people would like to get their fur. Diba, may mga nag-research na ermine. Wala naman yata ermine na hayop eh. Diba? And when they get to Gustong gusto nila kasi yung fur niya puting-puti. They can use it for a lot of things, di ba? Pero alam mo tong yung hayop na to, magaling magtago eh. Di ba? Magaling magtago. They, they bury themselves in the, in the ground. So what the hunters do, ito ah, pag lumalabas na yung hayop na to, yung ermine, alam mo ginagawa nila? Dinalagyan nila yung dumi, yung bahay nila. So that when they release the dogs to sniff to find the ermine, yung ermine, yung unang gagawin, uuwi. Pero pag uwi niya, nakita niya yung bahay niya, yung bukasan may dumi, mas pipiliin niya pang mahuli kaysa madumihan yung balat niya. Di ba ba ironic pang sabi? Weird naman nung hayop na yun. Ah, ano ba yan? Parang hmm? magpapamamamatay ka kaysa madumihan, mo, madumihan yung balat mo. But that's what God expects of us. To live according to how He calls us as sons and daughters of us. Receiving the love of God should produce in us faithfulness that it's better for us na pang ayaw mong mabahiran that you want to preserve so much your holiness. Tapos ganun, it's just like that the animal called the ermine. John mentions that very clear, clearly. We are to be pure and holy for Him not because that will get us into heaven but because He loved us and He saved us by His grace. So lastly, as we look in our passage of Scripture, every Christian ought to have that hope of seeing Christ and being like Christ. Such hope should motivate us to live purely for God. Married couples out there, yung day of your wedding, day of your wedding, di ba? You want to preserve yourself. Dapat maganda yung gupit mo. Dapat kung na-gel, ayaw mo na ipagalaw. Kaya nasa room ka lang, naka-aircon. Kung nakatax ka, ayaw mong malukot. Kaya nakatayo ka lang. Dapat shine yung shoes mo. Lahat dapat prepared, di ba? For that wedding day. Di ba? Wala ka lang gano'n. Di ka naman maglalako ng basketball pag wedding day ka. Tapos naka, nakadamit ka na. Di ba? Ayaw mo kasi mapapawisan ka pa, madudumihan ka pa. Imagine yourself, di ba? Day of your wedding, ikaw yung groom, tapos may nagayang mag-basketball. Di ba na may court dyan, five minutes, makikilako ka pa ba? Hindi na eh. Di ba? But you would focus yourselves into preserving yourself. And that's what it means to hope, to have our hope in God. To see Him, to expectantly see Him. Dapat prepared ka din eh, that when you see God, are you ready? 
Kadalasan sa atin, hindi tayo ready makita si Lord. Alam mo bakit? Kasi actually, hindi talaga kayo ready. There are certain sins that you have not confessed. You are not walking in the light. You are living impurely. And that's why we are not ready to see Him. So lastly, we are not only sons selected by God and saints set apart for good, but lastly, we are sinners saved by grace. Ephesians 2.8 makes it so clear when it said, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not for yourselves. It is the gift of God. But literally, ah, pag hinahat niyo yung sinners saved by grace sa Bible niyo, wala namang kayo makikita eh. Wala namang talagang ganong kataga na sinners saved by grace. But this is a phrase that we use in order for us to describe who we are before. We are sinners and in need of God's grace. Grace is something that we do not deserve. And yet God all the more gave it to us. So who are we today? We are sinners saved by grace. So as we look at this cost and effect, the cost of His love, His Son, but its effect on our lives. We are sons and daughters selected by God. We are saints set apart for good. And we are sinners saved by grace. To end, Peter said, God loves us beyond comprehension and we cannot diminish God's love for us. What does love cost? It costs us everything. It's no wonder Jesus said, if you want to follow Him, you are, must be willing to take up your cross daily. I heard about a preacher na biglang nakangailangan eh. Nakangailangan daw siya ng sideline, Ray. So, ginawa niya, uh, nag-apply siya ng sideline ng isang lifeguard. Wow, di ba? Kakaiba, lifeguard. So, after a few weeks, nagtataka na yung mga may-ari ng resort. Bakit ang daming nalulunod? Yeah, hindi at sabi meron tayong lifeguard. Bakit meron ma, bakit may nalulunod? So, They went on deep, deeper, tas in-examine daw nila kung anong ginagawa ng pastor habang nagbabantay siya doon sa may resort. So, habang nagbabantay daw siya, as, as someone raises his hand, tapos habang nalulunod yung tao na yan, the pastor would look at that person and say, I see that hand, I'll pray for you. A lot of Christians are just like that. We laugh. We don't know who we are. We don't know who we are. That's why we don't act that way. Today, let me show you that the love of God places you in His family. That's why you can tell the world that you are a son selected by God. I want to remind you that the love of God points you to the future. That is why I can tell you that you are saints set apart for good. And lastly, the love of God shows you that God's love produces in you faithfulness. That's why I can remind you and 
we assure you that you are a sinner saved by grace. First John 4.10 says, This is love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us. The love of God must never disconnect us from His righteousness, His holiness, His goodness, His perfect nature. For to do that is to reduce God to a mere figment of our imagination. But herein God's love, not that we have loved God, but He has loved us so much that He sent His Son for us. That is the whole essence of Christmas. To preach Christmas or to share a Christmas message without sharing the cross is merely impossible. Today, picture a mother embracing a son or a daughter who they've not seen each other for 10 years. Ano kayong itsura nun, di ba? Pag nagkita sila, tapos sa sobrang pananabik eh, nagyakapan sila. Can you imagine that feeling of love, that feeling of reconciliation? But before they can embrace each other, they have to remove certain roadblocks in their relationship, such as pride, such as anger, in order for them to fully receive their love for one another. Diba, doon na nagkita kayo, pero medyo may pride ka pa, medyo may galit. So pag embrace, okay, okay lang. So imagine pag natanggalat, no, wala nang pride, wala nang galit. Then when you get to see your son or your daughter, iba iba yung love. Yung may halong iyak, may halong sipon. Pero yun yung talagang pagmamahal na pag naramdaman mo bilang anak, hindi mo, hindi mo mapigilan kundi yung makap din sa inyong ima, ina o sa inyong ama. And that's what God did for us. God knowing that there are a lot of hindrances before us and Him, He sent His Son in order to remove the roadblocks that we have, sin and guilt, and to reconcile us with Him. In Christ, everyone is reconciled to God. Pero yung tanong doon eh, are we acting the part? Are we acting reconciled? Dami pang tao kasi ngayon, galit pa rin sa Diyos eh. And the short answer is that we need to share to them the good news. The good news of the love of God for them. That the war is over. God has forgiven you. He is not against you. He is your friend, not your enemy. In the words of Apostle Paul, God is making his appeal to us today. We implore you, be reconciled with God. This morning, his cost, his son, the effect, we become sons selected by God, we become saints set apart for good, and we become sinners saved by grace. Let's pause for a while.
miss Christmas without experiencing the full extent of God's love. That truly love came down. Love came down for you. For you to experience His love. Through the silence of this moment, as we inhale God's love, we exhale the worries, the pains, the frustrations, the anger that we have in our hearts. this moment be a moment of filling our lives with this love. That as you feel God's love pouring into your heart, allow, allow all those things not pleasing in the eyes of God to pour out of your heart today. Others, we celebrate Christmas later. Before we open gifts, before we eat the bounty of food before us, before we exchange greetings, wear our different Christmas outfits. May it be a time for us to reflect on your great love, O Lord Father. May we get to see first and foremost yet again the great love that God has lavished on us. May it remind us that truly we are children of God. May this season, O Lord Father, allow us to reflect on His love. Live it out every day. Father, we thank You for Your love, Your righteousness, Your holiness, Your goodness, Your grace towards us. That while we were yet sinners, You sent a sinless, You sent Your sinless Son Jesus to die on our account. And by the sacrifice of his perfect life, we are brought near to you and accepted yet again as your child. Father, may we realize this. Father, we thank you. We honor you again, O Lord Father. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give the Lord the loudest clap offering that we've given. Hello. Hi, guys. Good morning. 
Okay, so, masyado tayong seryoso. Uh, hindi po ako mag-a-announcements. Uh, magbibigay lang ako ng short message about sa tithes and offerings. So, uh, sisimulan ko sa story. Okay lang? Okay lang. Siyempre, wala nang choice, di ba? So, okay. So, meron isang araw, uh, bago magpasko, meron isang pamilya. So, merong tatay na nagpalaki ng tatlong anak. So, magsimula bata hanggang paglaki. Pinalaki nga, di ba? So, pinalaki ng anak. Ay, ng tatay. Okay, so, kailangan ko ng, ano eh, ng example. So, syempre, damay-damay na to. Tatawagin natin si anak number one, si panganay. Uh, Kevin, pwede bang? <laughs> okay, so, palakpakan naman natin si Kevin. So, ayan. Si anak number one. So, sa kanilang magkakapatid, siya yung pinakamayaman. So, pre, ang gagawin mo lang, i-acting mo lang yung mga sasabihin ko. No? Kasi napaka-on the spot na ito eh. Kaya, okay, so, mayaman. So, si anak number one, siya yung pinakamayaman. Paano yung mayaman? Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> okay, so, siya yung pinakamayaman, siya yung pinaka-successful sa kanilang magkakapatid. Pero, uh, siyempre, lahat naman tayo merong flow, di ba? Ang flow ng panganay is laging galit. <laughs> High blood. O, yan. So, yan si anak number one. Ngayon, uh, si anak number two, ito yung medyo masungit. So, si anak number two, syempre, tatawagan natin si Harry. <laughs> yan. Oy, palakpakan naman natin si Harry. Ayan. So, si Harry, siya yung pangalawang uh, kapatid. Uh, oo, naging successful din siya. Pero siya naman, uh, masungit. Pwede masungit po. Ay, yung isa. Dapat pala siya. <laughs> o, paano yung masungit? Paano yung masungit? Ano na lang, bad tripping? Oo. Oo. <laughs> si Jeff. <laughs> okay, so ito yung anak number two. Siyempre, tatawagin natin yung pangatlong anak. Ayan, si Eric. Wala pa nga naman natin si Eric. So ito, si Eric, magiging kasalungat ng ugali. Si Eric yung pinakamasayahin. <laughs> Paano yung masaya, pre? <laughs> okay, si Eric, si Eric kasi siya yung bunso. Ngayon, yung bunso is, uh, nung pinanganak, meron siyang konting problema sa pag-iisip. Kaya, kaya medyo talagang kahit na anong ibigay mo sa kanya, masaya siya. Paano yung konti, pre, na may... Sige na. Konting pagi... problema sa pag-iisip. Okay, palapakan naman natin si Eric para gawin niya, di ba? Okay. O, sample, sample, paano? <laughs> Yan, semi-budoy. So, so, yun, no? Ito yung tatlong magkakapatid. So, isang araw, yung tatay nila, uh, ngayong malalaki na sila, humingi ng request sabi nila, sabi nung tatay nila, anak, uh, medyo short tayo ngayong Pasko. So, may request sana ako na hihingi sa inyo ng konting pera lang naman para pang ano, pang celebrate natin ng Christmas. Pero nagpromise yung tatay na ibabalik naman niya din yung hihiramin niya. So ngayon, uh, syempre, ikaw kung hihingi sa yung parents mo, uh, medyo ano kay pero magbibigay ka kasi love mo sila, di ba? Ngayon, si Si anak number one, nagalit. Nagalit ulit. Paano yung nagalit? 
<laughs> pero nagbigay. So, nagalit, pero nagbigay. Okay? Sample ng bigay. Sample ng magbibigay na magagalit. <laughs> so, yun, nagalit, pero nagbigay. Okay? Si anak number two, hiningian din ng, ng papa niya. Si, si anak number two naman, nagsungit, pero nagbigay. So, paano pre? <laughs> pero nagbigay. Oh. <laughs> ano ka? Mamaya, Jeff, mamaya. Okay, so yun, nagsungit, pero nagbigay. Ngayon, eto na, si anak number three. Si anak number three, wala siyang trabaho kasi nga meron siyang, medyo may ano sa pag-iisip, diba? Pero, masaya siya. So, di ba, kahit siguro meron siyang konting ipon, mga bigay-bigay sa kanya ng mga kuya niya, pero nagbigay na masaya. Paano, pre? <laughs> oh, di ba? So, so ayun, ngayon uh, pagdating ng Noche Buena okay, so pagdating ng Noche Buena di, ayan na, yung papa nila meron palang surprise sa kanila so yung surprise binalik nila, uh, binalik ng papa niya times 10 so yung binigay kay anak number 1 kasi si anak number 1, gusto niya palang bumili ng kotse, kaya galit Ngayon, binigyan siya ng kotse ng papa niya, pero second hand. Ang ginawa niya, tinanggap niya, pero nagalit. Paano yung nagalit, pre? Oo. Oh. Oh, nagalit, di ba? Nagalit pa rin. Si anak number two naman, uh, binigyan ng dalawang pares ng sapatos, pero hindi niya nagustuhan. So, nabad trip. Pero kinuha niya. Paano yung nabad trip? Pero okay na. Adis. <laughs> so yun, na bad trip. Ngayon, eto na. Eto na naman si anak number three, si Bunso. Siyempre, di ba, may ano ka nga sa pag-iisip. Paano ulit yung may ano sa pag-iisip? <laughs> Sinusulit ko yun. No? So paano garod? <laughs> oh. ah, ito naman, ito naman. Sige, ituloy ko na lang. Mamaya na lang ulit. So, si anak number three, ang binigay sa kanya, karton. Yung karton. Karton. Diba? Box, diba? Nagtataka yung, bakit karton, diba? Binigyan ng kotse, binigyan ng sapatos, tapos siya binigyan ng karton. Pero nung kinuha niya yung karton, masaya pa din siya. Diba? Paano yung masaya, pre? <laughs> isa pa nga, isa pa nga. So, di ba? So, so, yun. Yun yung story, di ba? Anong, anong punot dulo ng story? Wala lang. <laughs> so, sa tingin nyo, sa tingin nyo, guys, sinong nanalo doon sa story? Sinong pinaka, alam mo yun? Ako? <laughs> ako? Ako yung nagkwento. <laughs> Hindi. A kidding aside, di ba, syempre, yung, yung bunsong anak, di ba, talagang nag, 
pakita ng pagmamahal sa magulang. Kasi di ba kahit na yung nakuha niya ay eh, karton lang, pwede mo namang kulutin sa gilid eh. Tuwang-tawa pa din siya kasi meron siyang nakuha. Di ba? So, uh, my point is, ay teka lang, bago mo yun, tanungin ko muna, sa tingin nyo ba yung tatlong anak eh, hindi mahal ng, ay yung dalawang anak eh, hindi mahal ng tatay? Mahal pa din kasi pinalaki nga niya. Di ba? So, ang point ng story, di ba, is the father loved them. Even if some of the sons didn't show uh, love back in their uh, through their acts, okay. Uh, relating to us, Christ loved us, even if we didn't deserve to be loved by Him because of our sins. He loved us before we even loved Him. Diba? Tapos, and ev- um, and before we give, may we remember that uh, that grace after grace moment that was given for us for free. Before we give. And may we be reminded of all the blessings that we had this year. All that God moments you experienced that it may bring joy to our hearts in our giving. Sabi sa John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish and have eternal life. So this Christmas season... It's the perfect time to reflect even more as we celebrate the life of Christ. Setting aside that culture-based setting na yung Christmas, eh, dapat meron kang gift. But rather, this season is just another phase in specializing uh, the remembrance of His love for us before we even turn our pages to a new chapter next year. Amen? Alright, so before we give, let's bow down our heads and let's uh, utter a short prayer. Lord, Maraming maraming salamat po sa araw na ibinigay niyo sa amin, Lord God. Maraming salamat sa tinuro niyo, sa pagmamahal niyo, sa grace niyo na laging nandito para sa amin, Lord God. And as we give, may we, re- maybe, may we remember you in every giving that we have. We know that you don't need the money, O Lord God. But what you need is acts of love that is given to you back. Lord, we love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give. Good morning. Ayan, announcements lang po tayo. Pero let's start with a weekly recap video on the latest happenings beyond church. Justine?
next week, join us for our Sunday service on December 31 at 10 a.m. Isang service lang po tayo, so morning lang tayo. Um, harvest, harvest Group's announcement, Youth Jam. Every other Saturday, contact Ate Carissa and Kuya Jasper for more details. Um, Kofe or Co-Fellowship. Last time, um, they went checking, kung nakita nyo dun sa video. Um, so... For more info, abangan na lang natin anong next adventure. So stay tuned for date and location. Location, reach out to Ate Lovely and Kuya PJ. Um, Zoom bahay for the ladies, mumsies. Um, biweekly sessions din siya. So contact Mama Liza for more info. Um, Ecclesia season three with the theme "Piecing for Peace." Follow their Facebook page for the upcoming. Registration date next week or reach out to the coaches and staff, Coach Kevin, Coach Ron, Coach Harry, Coach Eric, Coach um, Carl, and Coach ha Maya. Ayan. Uh, and Coach Carol. Um, remember to stay updated on our GC and Facebook page for event details. See you next Sunday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Bob. Alright? So before we end, uh, batiin mo yung katabi mo, siya mo, Merry Christmas. Pangalungkot nyo. Ayan, so may invite everybody to stand up. So again, lunch is on me. If you wanna stay, let me know. Ayan, para alam ko kung sino sisingiling ko. Just kidding. Free, free. Lunch is for free. Ayan, if you wanna stay, if you wanna fellowship, if you wanna... Uh, spend time with us, yeah, and uh, we'd be happy to spend it with you guys, alright? So, tapikin mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo, you are loved. Ah, wala, parang hindi loved eh, di ba? Parang hindi nyo feel yung loved. Oh. Another person, di ba? Tapikin mo, you are loved, di ba? Affirm it that you are loved. Ayan, so today... Before we end our service, I affirm it also to yourself that you are sons and daughters of God. Let's raise our hands to the heavens and let's end in a word of prayer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God of love, we thank you, Lord Father, for today's message. We thank you for that we can gather together as a family, O Lord Father. Lord, may every day be an opportunity for us to be more and more like you. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son, Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And all of God's children would say, Amen and Amen. Merry Christmas!